Hello and welcome back to Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews in the podcast form available in audio and video now on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Today, we're talking about what should really be a Halloween release somehow in the middle of all these summer blockbusters. But you know, at this point, Disney's just burning money like we all know. So that's why we've got The Haunted Mansion based off the Disneyland ride. Coming out in July, right after Oppenheimer and Barbie. It's just, yeah, it's just a stacked time. And I really don't see this movie panning out well for him as far as financially goes. I mean, I think it's a decent movie. It's enjoyable, and and we're going to get into that. But gosh, they're really doing themselves no favors by putting this out in the middle of a bloodbath box office season. It just... I mean, this is a haunting movie. This obviously, I mean, this spells out Halloween and it couldn't be clearer. And unlike rated R horror movies, I don't think this is going to have the same draw that even young kids, I say young kids, teenagers probably are going to go to because that's where they kill that PG-13 rating for horror movies. I mean, they get to print money all year round. But this, this is different. This is not really a horror film. There are some horror gothic elements kind of existing in the background, but by and large, it really just feels like they're trying to push like, hey, you know, come back to the Disney parks. The only thing that's profitable in our entire company, you know, look that up. Actually, I might that might be outdated information, but for a while, just like at Waystar Royco, these parks are the only thing keeping them alive. So I went into this movie hopeful. It's directed by Justin Simeon who's the director and writer of both the Dear White People movie and series. He's a brilliant, brilliant man. I had the pleasure of interviewing him some years back when I was down in Houston when he was just premiering Dear White People in the film form. I think it was like 2014 or something around then. And I was just really, really impressed with the story he had to tell. Obviously, you've got Lakeith Stanfield in this film, who plays our main character, Ben. They have worked together before. There's a comfortability there. And I love having Lakeith Stanfield in the leading role. This man just oozes talent, but he also has such a subtle way of behaving just like a human would, emotions and all, and kind of being able to bridge that gap for the audience. And so I think smartly, he's a really great lead character here because the film definitely deals a lot with grief. You know, the idea of having ghosts, spirits, and apparitions who are kind of stuck in this in-between realm because they're not ready to move on. Throwback to the show Medium with Patricia Arquette. If you ever watch that, you know, these spirits, there's unfinished business left here in this world, or there's something that's preventing them from moving beyond. And so his character is one who's just lost his wife not too recently. You can tell he's just depressed. It's really hard for him to move on in his life. You know, he was a renowned scientist, astrophysicist, kind of exploring technologies to help see the unseen, not necessarily for the purpose of ghosts, but after she passes, it certainly becomes something of a fascination for him so he can see her one more time. And when we meet him, God, you know, he's just not, he's not doing great, unfortunately. And then about an hour north, you've got Rosario Dawson playing character Gabby. And then you've got her son played by Chase Dillon, The two of them, their son Travis, the two of them 
moved into this new New Orleans mansion. Not a new mansion, but this New Orleans mansion. It's been there for centuries. And the second they get in, uh, they know something's up. Knights are walking around. Candle lights are being flung all around. Pictures are moving. Now, now we're getting out of here, you know. And it, you know, the the laughs in this film are certainly played in a more modern sense. You know, like people these days, we've seen enough movies in 2023 to know, yeah, no, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not going in there. Nope, pass. But if it were only that easy, because these ghosts, they might let you leave. But they're going to go with you and they're going to want to bring you back. For what reason? We don't totally know. But now the two of them are stuck there and they need all the help that they can get. So that's kind of where Lakeith Stanfield's character comes in. You've got Owen Wilson playing Father Kent, you know, a preacher, a pastor who's been sent there to exercise demons, but realizes I might be a little out of my depths here. So I could use some backup. So now the four of them are here trying to get an understanding of this house. What's happening there? Why is it haunted? And how do we get these ghosts to leave us alone? Because otherwise, we're trapped. And so, our story continues. You've got mediums and Tiffany Haddish. You've got a paranormal haunted house expert in Danny DeVito. You've even got Jamie Lee Curtis in A Crystal Ball. The film is fun. It's light, you know, like some of the better Disney films. It really does tackle some more adult themes in a pretty accessible way. You know, it never, it never gets too deep when discussing loss or discussing grief, the things that happen when you die, things like that. But there is a general understanding, I think, for adults and kids. Like, okay, the adults get it a little bit more than the kids do. But we feel the emotional weight and resonance that kind of that Stanfield carries with him throughout the movie. And then, you know, we learn more about the characters around them as well, kind of exposing their, quote, flaws or the things that are kind of anchoring them in these feelings. And so in those moments, I think that's when the film is best, when it really leans into the emotional side of things, because it's not really interested in scaring you. Or, you know, it'll show someone who's headless, but it's not scary. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I guess uh, it is Disney. God, I'm like, I just, I need to temper my expectations when I see Disney films now. Because, I mean, this has been a while now. Disney films, Disney shows, they're just kind of in a slump. And, you know, obviously they thought, wow, we were on top of the world, Marvel, Disney products, we could just print money redoing everything we've already done and audiences are going to eat it up. And to be honest, the woman next to me with her kids, they had a great time. She knew the haunted mansion song that was sung at the end of the movie. I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Disney adult like that, but I'm like, Hey, I'm glad it worked for her, you know, but I don't know. By and large, I was kind of like, give me something like, get me like one or two jump scares, please. The trailers that we saw, we're scarier than this movie. You know, the kids around us were like more like oh, oh, at the trailers. And then the movie starts and it's kind of like, all right, you know, it's more of like it's campy ghosts. We're going to be swinging axes at you, but, you know, far enough away that obviously you can clearly escape with no harm. And for that reason, sharks, I'm kind of out. I like I really 
I really hoped for this movie, especially just because of the position it's in. Love Justin Simeon. You've got writer Katie Dippold, who is famous for Ghostbusters, the remake with Paul Feig. You've got The Heat. She wrote for Parks and Recreation. There's a lot of talent in this cast and in this crew, but it just leaves so much to be desired, unfortunately. Chase Dillon and Lakeith Stanfield, for me, are like the standouts. The two of them have like a really great bond that I felt, you know, this kind of outsider. Both of them are dealing with loss in their own way. You know, obviously there's something to be said about them also being two black men in a world where still it's hard enough for guys to show their emotion too, but you look at certain groups and it could be even harder, the stereotypes that are there. So to see the two of them supporting and helping each other in their own little ways is some really beautiful stuff. And those are the moments where it's like, all right, if it was just this, that'd be really great. But then we got to shoehorn in all the Disney ride stuff and we've got to make it look like it's a ride because it doesn't feel like someone's being chased through a really long mansion. You're like, oh, I know this. There's, there's the walls when they come down, just like in the thing, you know? And I mean, I look at what they did with Pirates of the Caribbean two decades ago. And it's like, wow, if you're really going to make something like this, go that route because Pirates of the Caribbean is a blast. It is so enjoyable from the music to the set pieces, to the action. It is still family friendly in a lot of ways, but is really serious and has some like really dark moments that kind of ground it because you're like, let's be honest. We're talking about like, you've seen the ride. Maybe you've heard about the, uh, the mistresses or the maidens pulled because they're like, Oh, you know, we, we want the ride to be a little more PG friendly these days. And so we're going to get rid of some of these abusive drunk guys. And we're going to get rid of all these deals. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to dive into like a bring them back. Cause that's what we need. Dang it. I really don't care that much about it. I just care that you make a good film. And as long as you're acknowledging the world that you're in, even though the pirates of the Caribbean is fun and whatever, I'm like, pirates were not fun. These were not like good dudes. You know, and that's kind of why they're scary. That's why some of them are so cutthroat. And why one moment you're like, oh man, this is so enjoyable and amazing. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just saw that. Like, is our hero going to be okay? It never felt in this film like there were stakes that were ever big enough where I was like genuinely concerned about any of them. And it sucks because again, they're all just, it's a talented group of people, but this film's just going to get lost in the shuffle, unfortunately. You know, enough emotion was brought into it outside of the Disney experience, and I'm thankful for that. But by and large, Disney, you guys gotta, you gotta get it under control over there. You know, I told people I was going to see this movie when I was leaving work. Like, oh, what are you going to see? It's like, oh, the new Haunted Mansion movie. And they're like, wait, Haunted Man, like Disney Haunted Mansion? Like the ride? And I was like, yeah, they're doing another movie. They're doing a movie about it, you know? And they're like, oh, man, Disney just, there's nothing original now. And I mean, it's felt like that kind of for a while. I mean, honestly, even though The Little Mermaid was pretty good, Cinderella is still the best live action movie they've done. As far as like creating something that is what was done, but just completely making it brand new for a new audience, a new time. I have not felt that since Kenneth Branagh's Cinderella. And Disney, by and large, on the Marvel side are just taking a steep slide downwards. So I don't know. I think just like Warner Brothers and a whole bunch of other companies, 
they need to take this strike seriously. They need to really evaluate, okay, should we just go ahead and make cookie cutter remakes or should we actually try to do something different? Are there new heroes and stories we can create? Or if we're going to do a movie about the haunted mansion, I don't know. What if we made it kind of scary? I mean, I love that they kind of set the scene in New Orleans, all these ideas about, hey, even after death, there is celebration of the life. And that, like, you know, they start the film so strong with this emphasis on looking at life in a different way, looking at death in a different way. It's only the beginning. And I really liked a lot of the ideas that they were working with, but it didn't ever feel like they totally came to fruition, unfortunately. So A Haunted Mansion it's enjoyable. I feel like, unfortunately, the same thing is going to happen that's been happening with all of their movies. Indiana Jones, which was outgrossed by Barbie in one weekend worldwide. I mean, people are like, all right, this is going to be on Disney Plus in a month and a half or two months. Movies cost a lot of money to go see with the whole family. I get it. And, you know, for me, if I didn't do this job or just wasn't, you know, generally a movie fan who like loves going to the movie theaters. I don't know if this was something that I would have seeked out, you know? There's part of me that's like, I'm glad I watched it for a few reasons, but by and large, it's just kind of forgettable. It's just there. And Disney needs to move away from that. They need a new narrative. You know, Elemental is like the light, the light at the end of the tunnel for them. It's like, okay, if you can try and go more, and again, but that's Pixar though. And even though Pixar has a few duds here and there, by and large, they're pretty good. But, something's got to change over there because we can all see it. So there you go. Haunted Mansion. It's not bad. It's not great. It's just somewhere in the middle. So I, you know, I'm not going to tell you run and go see it when you can still go see Barbie and Oppenheimer. Uh, you know, obviously that'd be my recommendation, but if you are a fan of the ride, if you were a fan of the Haunted Mansion, then by all means, I hope you have a great time with this movie, but don't worry. You could probably even bring a small child because it's really not that scary. Again, I know that's not what it's supposed to be completely, but who knows? Stay tuned for more. We got some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out next week. Statham's coming back with the Meg 2. So I feel like there's going to be a lot at least to hopefully enjoy entertainment wise i'm not necessarily saying you know maybe the new ninja turtles quality wise might be a little bigger than the meg but we'll see as always thanks again for listening you guys follow me on all platforms nt movie reviews nick tiffany's movie reviews we got reels we're even on tiktok we're trying to i'm trying to do this whole video deal i'm still wiping sweat i gotta this is the problem with washington in the summer and no ac you know, I'm just really doing this to myself, but I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys sharing this content. Appreciate the recommendations and what you suggest that I should see. A lot of that's going to be coming to fruition soon too. So please just keep tuned and thanks again for listening.